Hello, it is Becky from Democracy. Happy New Year. I was gone for way longer than I intended to be, but all the sicknesses ripped through my house and then my children were out of school for 1,000 years. <laughs> I've never been so happy to be sitting in front of my computer in a quiet room talking to you. I wanted to come connect with y'all today of all days because it is the first day of the 88th Texas legislature. So I wanted to bring a message of encouragement for everyone working for change in places that are hostile to it, but especially for my folks here in Texas who are state reps, state senators, staffers, advocates, activists, anybody who is going to show up at that big pink building this year to try and make Texas a place where everyone can thrive. You have been on my heart in the last few months, but especially as this day drew nearer and nearer, I've been really, really thinking of you and sending so much love. So today I was looking for words from someone wiser than me to offer as encouragement to all of us um, as the Texas legislature gets going. And I found a book of poetry by Rumi, translated by Hala Liza Ghaffori, who is an incredible musician and poet herself. Um, she has a book of Rumi's poetry that she's translated called Gold. And so I wanted to share with you one of those poems. Here it goes. I saw myself sharp as a thorn. I fled to the softness of petals. I saw myself sour as vinegar. I mixed myself with sugar. An aching eye seeing through pain, a stewing pot of poison. I was both. Reaching for the antidote, I touched compassion. I touched mercy. I was a cup holding only dregs. I poured in the water of life. Raw and callow, I followed the ones already cooked by love's fire. In the dirt on love's path, I found the medicine that ensouls sight. My armor thinned to a silken scrim. I sifted the soil that gives vision to the blind. Love said, yes, you've arrived, but don't think it's your doing. I'm wind, you're fire, I stoke your flames. Oh, it really filled my soul reading that this morning. And so I wanted to share it with you uh, because I think the message in it to me is, yes, our circumstances can make us feel sharp. They can make us sour. They can deplete us to almost nothing. So we have to be so intentional about replenishing ourselves. So where can we find softness? How can we sweeten ourselves when we start to feel bitter? When we are feeling depleted and burned out, how can we nourish ourselves? So that is something that I'm going to be focusing a lot on this coming year as I engage with the Texas legislature and any kind of change-making work. 
how can I nourish myself? How can I not give in to the negativity, not get bogged down? And, you know, I don't know a single a single Texas progressive who hasn't been filled with dread uh, as the first day of the Texas legislature loomed. And now we're here. And I think it's going to be pretty rough. It's going to be a rough session. Um, and there's been a lot of, especially anti-LGBTQIA rhetoric already. So I think the queer community especially is bracing for what the fights in that big pink building are going to look like. And this poem reminded me of a line in Michelle Obama's new good, new book, The Light We Carry, that I read over the holidays. Um, she has a whole chapter where she talks about her famous phrase, when they go low, we go high. She has a whole chapter on um, addressing what she means by that, because I guess in every interview since then, she gets asked, what do you mean by we go high? And as more and more heinous things happen in our world, people are like, but now, now do we go high? Are we still doing that? <laughs> and her answer is always yes. So a line that has really stuck with me from her book, from that chapter, she says, Going high is about learning to keep the poison out and the power in. And that was so powerful to me because there it's toxic out there right now, y'all. There's a lot of poison going around. And I think the wisdom here is we don't have to swallow it because if we swallow that poison, it will destroy us. And in this Rumi poem, you know, he says, you're fire, meaning we, we are, we're the fire. We're powerful. And if we are being stoked by hate, our power can become destructive to ourselves, but to others around us too. But if love is the wind that is stoking our fire, I think of it like, you know, when there's a forest fire and all the dry, dead brush gets burned and it the soil then becomes really fertile for new things to sprout. And so that's what I imagine is happening when our fire is stoked by love. And so I'm not going to ignore or not acknowledge the poisonous rhetoric that's out there. But I'm going to do my best not to swallow it so that I don't become bitter, so that I don't become burned out because it's going to take generations to make the kind of change that we're hoping to see here. So we have to keep at it. So that is one of the big takeaways Um. I've been looking back, I've been reflecting on my work in 2022, the events that I did and the content that I put out and the response to it um, in terms of especially the election. And I noticed that largely we are not addressing the emotional and psychological and even spiritual challenges of working to create change in places that are hostile to change. 
So for my own self, I'm going to be really tending to those aspects of change making and finding ways to nourish myself so that I'm not taking in the poison so that instead I am keeping the power in. So this is a journey for me, but I'm going to be sharing what I find sustaining and hopefully it will help you too. And please, by all means, if there is something that you find nourishing and sustaining, share it with me so I can share it with everyone else. So I hope that this poem offered you something. I would love to hear your response to it. You can always DM me on Instagram at democrasexy, or if you are an email subscriber to this podcast and newsletter, you can just reply to the email. It comes right to my inbox, and I would love to e-chat with you about it. Um, I think that's kind of the meat of the episode today. I just wanted to offer some encouragement and just to say, I love you. I love us. And for all of you who are kind of bracing themselves for what is going to be a difficult few months here, please know that you are in my heart and that I want your success and that I want your mm, peace, even when it gets rough. Okay, a little bit of housekeeping. Um, so one of the things that I had to put off in the long slog of sickness and holiday stuff was the presentation and discussion that I had planned election lessons learned, where I'm going to share more about what I learned from my work in the 2022 election. And I also want to hear from y'all, what did you observe? What do you hope to make different going forward? What did you learn? What do you just want to chat about in terms of election and voting stuff? So new date for that is Thursday, January 19th. We're going to be meeting from 6.30 to 8 p.m. at Bruin Brew in Austin. It is free, but there's only like 30 spots. So please do reserve a spot so that you don't show up and get turned away due to capacity issues. So link is included in the show notes to reserve a spot for that. If you are looking for ways to get involved this legislative session, one great opportunity that I have to offer is this organization that I'm helping out, the Texas Campaign Funds for Dependent Care Coalition. Mouthful. But basically, it's a group of people who is working to pass a bill that would make it easier for folks who have care responsibilities for other humans to use campaign dollars to pay for care for children or adult dependents, um, whoever it is that needs care. This would be really big, especially for women of color and any low-income caregivers who want to run for office but aren't independently wealthy and therefore need to raise money to be able to uh, pay for care while they are campaigning. So that coalition is doing amazing work, but they need more volunteers. They need volunteer leaders that can help them with their digital campaign and communications. Um, who can help them with reaching out to media and also who can help organize their advocacy day. So I'm including a link to more information about those rules and how you can get involved also in the show notes. So look for that. 
And then again, you know, I talked about how rhetoric against the queer community is really ramping up at the Texas legislature. You know, there are bills being filed to basically criminalize drag performances anywhere that allows children into the venue at any time. Like it's, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. Um, So because of all this rhetoric, there are threats on drag shows. There are threats against the queer community. So Austin EMS and firefighters have teamed up to hold a Stop the Bleed emergency response training. That's going to be Sunday, January 22nd at the Little Gay Shop in Austin from 10 a.m. to noon. I hate that this is a thing that we have to think about, but again, not letting the poison in, keeping the power in. I'm focusing on uh, as as Mr. Rogers said, the helpers. So I am giving my attention and my love and my energy to focusing on the helpers. And if you know of other activities, uh, community building events, opportunities to support Texans in need, Uh, please do share those with me so that I can share those with others who are looking for ways to help and to keep the power in. I think that's about it. Please always connect with me on Instagram at democracy. And thank you so much for being here. I appreciate y'all so much. I, I just love you. I love us. And I'm so, so thrilled to be able to be in community with you. Any other little tidbits of encouragement that you have found helpful and want to share with others, please do share them with me. I'm going to start a little group chat thread on this topic in our Substack group chat. So if you're not a subscriber, it's free. You can subscribe. You, I mean, you can also be a paid subscriber. And when you are a paid subscriber to my Substack newsletter and podcast, you are helping support all of the work that I do, not just this podcast, not just the writing that I occasionally do on my newsletter, but all the content that I put out that I don't get paid for otherwise, and um, all the effort that I put into organizing events and other ways for the community to stay supported and connected and nourished as we work for change here. So definitely subscribe for free if you're not already, but also if you have it in your budget to become a paid subscriber this year, it would mean a lot to me and help me do more. Okay, y'all. That's it. Happy New Year. Love you, love you, love you. Bye-bye.